Hello, my name is Pastor Shaniqua Karanja. I am a pastoral and temperament counselor, and I'd like to welcome you to Unsaid. This podcast is about us taking the time to discuss some things that often get left unsaid. Let's finally talk about it. I'd like to chat with you just real quick about the fact that grief should be relational. I believe that many of us who have experienced grief have a tendency sometimes to go off to themselves and maybe seclude themselves and, um, as they would say, lick your wounds in private. The truth of the matter is grief should be relational. In Romans 12, 15, it talks to us about the fact that we're supposed to rejoice with those who, who rejoice and mourn with those who mourn. Uh, it's easy to rejoice with people when they are going through something exciting like a wedding or the birth of a baby. But I know that it can be complicated to sit in support with someone who may be grieving a loss or may have just gotten some really difficult news, um, some major life change that they're uncomfortable with. I know it can be hard to sit and support a person when they are struggling, but that's what we're meant to do as people. We're meant to support others. And as a grieving person, we're meant to ask for support. What I want to just talk about real quick is what grief is not. Grief is not something that um, is just the result of a death. Grief, again, could be the result of a life change. It could be the result of getting some some health news that um, may be life-changing. It can be the result of so many things. Grief is also not one-directional. Grief is a, a maze um, that can have a person going up, down, all around. There's really no one set way that a person grieves. So it's not one way. It's not one-directional. Grief is also not just one emotion. It's I, I think of it as a container that holds so many different emotions all at one time, which is what makes it so hard to walk through, is that it's such a complex ball of emotions. What grief is also not is it's not necessarily something that has to be a bad thing. Does it feel bad? Yes. But grief is a natural part of our life. And if I could just get society to understand the importance of not uh, making people walk out grief in the shadows, it's so important for us to bring it to the surface because the truth is every person at some point in their life experiences grief. What is grief though? Grief is relational. Grief is something that is meant to be shared. It's something that we're supposed to be able to connect with other people in community and say, hey, I'm struggling with this thing or this life change or this loss and I need support. And grief is meant to be relational. And I like to uh, talk about a story in Mark, Mark 2, actually, about the paralyzed man. This is a man that has been paralyzed for a, a really long time and uh, he had four friends that determined that they were going to take him to see Jesus who was in town in Capernaum and he was preaching 
at a revival, you might as well say, and they said, you know what, if anyone's going to heal you or can heal you, we know it's this Jesus. And so his friends, the paralyzed man's friends, determined that they were going to do whatever it took to see this man healed. Now, I use this story when I talk about grief because, again, grief is not just the result of a death, but grief could be just being stuck in a situation, being depressed, being uh, lonely, feeling lost, feeling like you just don't know what to do, or being upset with the circumstances of your life. Grief can be a result of any of those things, but this man, the paralyzed man, I imagine that here he has been laying in this one space for so long, and at some point when you are stuck, you get to a place of helplessness. But he had these four friends who were, again, determined to get him to where he needed to go. And each of the four friends grabbed a corner of the mat that he was laying on. And they took him through the city to the house where Jesus was. And they tried their best to get him through the front door. Uh, it was so crowded. I mean, it was packed. Okay. So think of it like, you know, concert or a party. It's this is standing room only type of situation. And here they are with a man on a mat, they were trying to get him through and they couldn't. They could have given up. Think about it. This is a difficult situation where it they can't get him through to Jesus through conventional means. They could have said, you know what? Hey, we tried. Let's just take him back. But no, they were so determined to not let him walk this out on his own that they said, hey, we're going to try another route. And so his friends, one of the friends had an idea like, hey, let's, let's see if we can lower him through the roof. So they climbed up the roof and back in those times, the houses were made um, of like clay and dirt. And so the roof is nothing but clay, dirt, leaves. Um, and so here they are, they're doing their best to dig through. They're having to dig through layers of this, you know, because it's a roof. So they had to pack this thing on in order to make it at least somewhat sturdy for it to be the covering for a home, but his friends are digging their way through. And imagine for a moment, Jesus is in there. He's giving a message. It's standing room only. The people are probably hanging on his every word in the midst of him talking. There's dirt and rubble and leaves is probably just falling through the ceiling because they're digging this hole up there. And I think about it because grief is messy. Grief is messy just like that, Okay. It, it, it's not neat and compact. It is, it's, it's, it could be inconvenient. It could be troubling. It could be frustrating, sometimes annoying. It can be angering. It's messy. And so when I think about the fact that they're digging this hole into the roof to try to get their friend in, I think about the mess that it's making. But Jesus continued, and so did they, as they got a hole in and they finally lowered their friend through the roof. They said, you know what? Hey, we couldn't get him in through conventional means. We couldn't help him conventionally. We, we, we couldn't see him healed the way we thought we were going to see him healed. So they got creative and they decided, hey, let's do something different. And they did just that. And they, they took him through the roof. He came down and Jesus said to this man who was paralyzed, because of the faith of your friends, because of the friend's faith, you are healed, okay? He healed him because of the fact that the friends, no matter what it looked like, no matter how hard it was, no matter how uncomfortable it was, I mean, imagine it was uncomfortable. They walked him through a city. 
They tried to get him through the front doors. And I imagine with all those people there, they probably held him for a while. They, they hoisted him up and got him up on a roof. It was uncomfortable. There were awkward moments. I'm sure there were moments where they thought to themselves, we probably can't do this. I don't know if we can do this, but they pushed through and they they saw it through anyway. And I want to encourage you guys that when you are sitting with someone who is grieving, someone who is feeling lost in the moment, someone who is, is in agony, they just don't understand the whys of what's going on around them. They're crying and it's messy and it's frustrating because nothing that you're saying is working. Nothing that you're, you're doing is actually making them feel better. I want you to understand that you still want to continue to sit with them. Sit in it. Sit in the moment, in the awkwardness. Be with them anyway. Be one of the friends on the corner of the mat that's willing to say, hey, it may not be conventional, but I'm going to do whatever it takes to make sure that my friend gets to a place of healing. Be that friend. Now, the healing may not look like oh, all of a sudden they're feeling better and they're not missing that person or they're okay with that bad news that they got. It may not look like that, but it can look like one morning they get up. They get up out of their bed. They put one foot in front of the other. They go in there, wash their face. They leave the house. Those are steps in the right direction. And grief is supposed to be relational. It should be relational. People shouldn't be doing it on their own. And if you are someone who has been trying to do this on your own, I want to tell you that it's not supposed to be that way. Again, Romans 12, 15 tells us to rejoice with those who rejoice, mourn with those who mourn. It tells us that we're not supposed to do it on our own. The paralyzed man could not have done it on his own. He needed those four Friends, the ones who said, you know what, it doesn't matter what it looks like, doesn't matter how hard it is, doesn't matter how inconvenient, how frustrating it is, I'm going to do it anyway. And there are people in your life, trust me, there are, who want to be able to carry the mat for you. Let them. If they say, hey, I, I just don't know what to say. I, I know that there's nothing I could say to make this right for you, but can I, can I help you with doing the dishes? Can I run an errand for you? Let them. Don't do it by yourself. I guarantee you, you will see your process. You will see your way clear to where you're trying to go as it relates to this process by having people support you. Let them. And for those who, who are the ones who are carrying the mat, keep going. Keep going. Don't let the hard stop you. Don't let the awkward stop you. No, you may not know what to say, and you don't need to know what to say. There are no right words anyway. There is no time frame that's an acceptable time frame when it comes down to grief. Just be there. Just be there. Just show up. Just make the calls. Just drop the dishes off. It's like the casserole dishes. Drop off the food if that's what you can do. Pick up the kids. Babysit if that's what you can do. Keep showing up. Keep holding the mat. Grief should be relational. We've never, we're never meant to do it on our own. 
I want to thank you guys for stopping in and listening to this. And I also want to encourage you, anyone that may be watching, anyone who may be listening to the podcast later, I want to encourage you. We will have the grief support line open on Christmas Day at 10 a.m. We will be posting the links to be able to join us via Zoom. You can get on the Zoom via video or you can call in. But I want to make sure everyone is aware this is a public grief support group. So anything that you do not want to discuss publicly, please let us know. Reach out to us privately. We would be more than happy to set up a time to talk to you. But for now, the grief support group will be public at 10 a.m. on Christmas Day. I want to thank you guys so much for watching and for listening. And I pray that you have a blessed, blessed night. For more information on the Holiday Grief Support Line, please visit our website at griefcompassionnetwork.org.